Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to the Fight Fury podcast. Welcome to the NXT Takeover in your house review episode. Well, what a night it was. Absolutely really hellacious good takeover PPV that should be and I think the best that has been during this pandemic. I think this was the best PPV during the pandemic era at least not for other I'll not compare it with other PPVs but at least with other takeover PPVs that we had in the uh, pandemic era I think this was the best one with the main event being an instant classic that we I think we never saw it coming even I didn't see it coming like that but we know that all the four except for Karen Cross except the NXT champion all four members in this match have an instant classic against each other so we know that we'll talk about that so let's jump into it like MSK and Bronson Reed versus Legado del Fantasma a winner take all six man tag action for the North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team Championship that started things off for tonight and it was a really good way to start off the PPV well that is not the thing like the this was the first takeover with a full house in the Capital Wrestling Center the full house at the WWE PC Performance Center even Todd Pettingill when he came out to host the show he announced it that this was the uh, the greatest number of an audience that the CWC had do, during this pandemic era. So I think they will be moving on forward with this bigger numbers and I think they will expand more and more and we didn't see virtual audience so that was a good thing like they are now going to normalize things and like we will see maybe this is the last takeover that we will be seeing inside the CWC. Maybe after that we will be on the road again with NXT being in Vegas. The SummerSlam takeover maybe. There's discussions going on that would be good. So the first match was this. The six-man tag action uh, in a winner-take-all match. Bronson Reed and MSK defending their North American titles and the NXT tag team titles respectively against Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. So, it was a really good way to start things off like it was absolutely great the match was absolutely good the spots were good it was a real good storytelling absolutely great with Santos Escobar's greed to become champion was also shown like after losing the cruiserweight title and after that he did regain it so he the frustrations in his mind to become a champion because according to him he runs the bingo around here so that was on on point shown here and also that the spot where Bronson Reed almost crashed through the barrier through the barricade with Santos Escobar through it that was also really good the spot was really brutal was OMG it was absolutely good and also every each and every member just having a suicide dive doing somersault planchers that was absolutely good even Bronson Reed did his dive that was absolutely great well in this match the MSK Bronson Reed took the win I feel that this match was really good way to start off the PPV absolutely great way to open the uh, takeover PPV in your house that was absolutely great where the MSK Bronson Reed retained their titles then we had the rematch from May Young Classic 2018, Mercedes Martinez and Zayali. Now, Zayali is a truly reformed character, absolutely great. The match at May Young Classic was just one off. We didn't, 
know that time that we would be seeing this again at a takeover at a big stage that was really good mercedes martinez that time took the win at this time martinez took the loss but there was a difference between two matches like the last match was like it was bland okay kind of match it was not that great but it was good martinez it was it was a start off jumping off into wwe that was great but this time Zaya Lee needed the win because she has been in NXT for a long, quite a long time right now. So she needed the win. And also, like, with Zaya Lee's character, this Tian Sha thing, Mei Ying, Boa, was, it is really good. The character is going in a good direction and it seems that Zaya Lee will be, uh, be an assassin kind of thing. And it's really good. I, I like the character very much. It's like a Lady Undertaker thing. Absolutely really great and against mercedes martinez who's a veteran in this business 20 20 years experience in this business is absolutely good and having a win against her that just makes her good and that will just kick start of her championship reign also maybe in the nxt that would be really great to see this match was absolutely off the charts really good with Lee dominating in this match really well and also one another spots that i would like to talk about that with the kicks the high kicks strong style kicks that Zaylee does that was that was really brutal that was really brutal on mercedes Martinez. and even she tried to do that on martinez during uh, maybe she was resting on the pole and that time when martinez just slid off that and he, she hit that pole that was really brutal i thought that maybe she had broken her leg because it reminds me of the injury that chris whiteman had just uh, maybe I think one month ago in UFC 262 against Yuria Hall that that TKO leg kick that thing was really brutal and it was almost kind of similar thing like that this was also another leg kick that Zaylee was trying to do and it was like a copy kind of thing but it's not a copy but it's a wrestling kind of thing but like it reminded me of the injury that Chris Whiteman had it was a horrible injury so I was thinking that maybe Zaylee was about to have that injury so that feared me none but that didn't happen quite well that was really good and Zaylee pinned Mercedes Martinez with a roundhouse kick that was absolutely great and after that the storytelling with uh, Mei Ying throwing off the ramp the Tonga death splash that was really that was really good and uh, with chair shots that was absolutely great because she she wanted a zaylee wanted to humiliate mercedes martinez of that loss in mayan classic 2018 so that was also really good another storyline on point absolutely great because i like kind of the things when storylines are in, incorporated into the matches that just makes the matches very much enthusiastic and also it makes the match very much feel kind of like it makes a big fight feel to the match so even though this match was very plain kind of thing no nothing at stake but it had a big fight feel because may young classic 2018's revenge was on Zaylee's mind so that was also really good that humiliation kind of thing was on Zaylee's mind so that storyline was incorporated into this match was absolutely great and with may throwing off mercedes but i don't think that this uh, rivalry is off maybe martinez will not be off nxt there has been reports that maybe he she will be called off to the main roster but i don't think this is it this is i think the start of the rivalry with Zaylee, Lee, Ying and boa 
against Mercedes Martinez. And I think this will go on at least for the next week or two. Now we, are, we need to see what happens in the next week in the coming and NXT. Then after that, uh, Champa and Thatcher cut a promo uh, against GYV for the Tornado Tag Team ch- match that is going to happen this Tuesday, coming Tuesday on NXT. Uh, I think that, that promo was absolutely good. It just shows the athleticism of each and every member of the teams and also like how the bad blood has boiled over against GYV and Champa and Thatcher that also showed in this promo that was good then after that the million dollar championship ladder match for LA Knight and Cameron Grimes I think the best million dollar championship I'll have to say it was really good the best million dollar championship I have ever seen this match was really good I have to say, there was no doubt the spots were really brutal the neck breaker thing then the fall of the Cameron Grimes fall off the ladder then the Cameron Grimes diving off that light post that was absolutely hell the spots were really brutal with LA Knight and Cameron Grimes just doing things that was absolutely really great and I think NXT or WWE didn't need uh, another championship like million dollar championship coming back but looking at the storyline with big money Cameron Grimes but LA Knight came as a surprise thing we didn't know about that that was a surprise but still like it was very much organic kind of thing it's blended over everywhere blended over into the storyline but that was okay that just gave a big fight feel to it and giving a match giving this match a ladder match kind of feel was absolutely great by Ted DiBiase and Ted DiBiase sitting beside the ring like he was enjoying the full match he was really enjoying the match even the spots were really brutal i have to say i think the bit this in my opinion as a fan as a pro wrestling fan i will say this was the great million dollar championship match ever like we didn't have in the ruthless aggression in a million dollar championship match or in this pg era this was the first match uh, the million dollar championship had after so many long years but we had million dollar championship matches Virgil had won Stone Cold Steve Austin the ringmaster as he won the million dollar championship that we had but like that was nothing like compared to this what tonight that happened with the ladder match it was really good like I feel this was the best one I, I'm, I'm saying it again and again but like this is it like yes it is the best match I have ever seen in the ladder match. In the last takeover, we had another ladder match for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship unification match. That was one good ladder match. And I think this one also becomes as one of the greatest ladder match that had. And that also uh, some championship that is not reinstated into WWE. A million dollar championship. So that is something was really good for a million dollar championship a ladder match was absolutely hell spots were really brutal uh, one of them was the a uh, cameron grimes taking that neck breaker on that oh the ladder that the ladder is not flexible it was really hard and that really brutal absolutely it felt like almost it took out the soul out of Cameron Grimes it was absolutely brutal and then uh, during the few last moments of the match where Cameron where LA Knight just tossed off tossed the ladder to through Cameron Grimes into another ladder that was another brutal that like that was really rough onto that stage 
it smooths the ramp that was absolutely rough that was another brutal spot that we had and on another kind of spots i would talk about like the diving of cameron grimes from the light post that was another one good one brutal but it was really good like it reminded me of Yoshirai's dive of that light post at takeover vengeance day this last february we had that was absolutely good so this match was absolutely good where ellen i took the win and like knight winning this match i think justifies that NXT is going the right direction with LNI. They, they are not doing the, uh, what to say, uh, not doing the wrong things with the LNI, who they did with last time in NXT with LNI. So that's why he left WWE and went to NWA, won championships, went to Impact, won't become the Impact World Champion, came back to NXT again. So I think uh, NXT is going the right direction with LNI uh, winning this championship. Like, LNI needed the win. He has lost too many matches uh, in a recent. He, he lost the his first takeover match. He lost many matches in the NXT. I think he only have won uh, just a one match against Dexter Loomis. That was one thing. But he has lost um, many more matches in NXT. So for LA Knight, he deserved this win. He deserved. He really deserved this win. An interesting kind of thing that Cameron Grimes is really getting over his character. So I think Ellen Knight deserved this win. But I think if Cameron Grimes also had won, that wouldn't have done any injustice to Ellen Knight. But I think Cameron Grimes getting over his character, maybe we should give Cameron uh, time to get over his character again so that he can get back the championship win so that was really good and i think this another this takeover also justifies that cameron grimes has competed in maybe three takeovers and also in three take with this will be the three takeovers and all of it was in some kind of a gimmick match the last time i remember that was this trap match so yeah this was another good uh, side of Cameron Grimes that he was a, he is able to take extreme gimmick matches for I, I liked it they incorporated extreme into Cameron Grimes also that is really good but uh Ellen Knight winning this match was absolutely great he deserved this win and Cameron Grimes I think we should give him another more time to get over his character because he is really doing well with this character this big money Cameron Grimes and I want to tell something like Cameron Grimes and in Cameron Grimes in NXT, big money Cameron Grimes in NXT and AEW has the same kind of big money Matt Hardy but like WWE has all the resources for the Cameron Grimes and like NXT they use it very well incorporating Ted DiBiase into the storyline was a good choice into making the big money Cameron Grimes character over because his character turned from heel to a face was really organic that was that just blended into the storyline but it was really good like because the character itself was really good and they had the really resources to make Cameron Grimes over whereas if you see the AEW uh, Matt Hardy's big money Matt Hardy character is not going anywhere if we talk about the last character he had the elite deletion kind of thing the, when he joined the elite kind of thing that character had something in it, but that character was has been used in WWE, has been used in Impact, DNA, uh, in, in AW. So it was kind of like, yeah, we have seen this character everywhere.
kind of in every pro wrestling organization but uh, but that big money matt hardy was something like i really like but aw is not moving forward with matt hardy with that big money matt hardy he is he has since then he has only become a manager kind of thing managing private party so i think aw is not doing right things with uh, matt hardy big money matt hardy they don't have that direction that trajectory they don't have so i think cameron grimes big money cameron grimes character did really justice by putting ted dvs into the story so nxt is going really for and also like nxt's every promo every storyline is really polished there's no doubt about it pro wrestling at point storylines at was the best there it is the best there was and the best there will be nxt is the best right now in sports entertainment in pro wrestling business everywhere in sports entertainment not only sports entertainment but also in pro wrestling business i have to say that even AEW might be doing really great but like they don't have that polish products uh, they don't have uniqueness in the storyline that what that's what chris jericho talked about and also bully ray has talked about it that nxt is very much polished so that we have to acknowledge things that we have seen so that was this you know, talking about this match was really good this la knight versus cameron Grimes was absolutely great uh, next up we were like the ember moon versus raquel gonzalez for the women's championship a good one really really good women's match with great storytelling in it like uh, last week's nxt ended off last week's nxt's uh, ended off with mckenzie mitchell asking ember raquel gonzalez that what if ember moon hits the eclipse on raquel gonzalez again so that was one question and that storyline was incorporated in this thing and she, she did hit raquel gonzalez with not one but two uh, eclipse but that didn't do anything but that was really good that storyline incorporation i really liked it absolutely great because i have said it that when storylines are incorporated into this match this gives the match a feel a big fight feel because you're having the match due to the storyline and if the storyline is not incorporated into the match you know it feels kind of odd that no it it feels a really odd thing so that was that was a good one incorporating the storyline again in in this match too like all the matches they had really good storylines incorporated into the match we'll talk about the main event too but this match was really good i think ember moon second coming to nxt uh, i think is was better is better than the last one she had on nxt uh, last run also she had a really good one she became a champion and also in the second run also she became a tag champion that's really good and also raquel gonzalez winning against moon uh, that's give gonzalez an edge on every other women on the roster that makes him a true champion again because she has won against a former she defeated a former champion yoshirai then she defeated a veteran a 20-year veteran martinez and now ember moon that gives an edge on raquel gonzalez and experience too because that will make gonzalez over and also having an insurance policy like dakota Kai. i won't say insurance policy because insurance policy was raquel gonzalez for kai but right now it seems that kai has been the insurance policy for raquel gonzalez raquel gonzalez it gives me feel of decent kevin nash kevin nash and Shawn michaels thing that gives me feel to it and 
Raquel Gonzalez is very much similar to Diesel. His fight, everything. His character, everything. But Dakota Kai, I wouldn't compare him to Shawn Michaels. I would. She is first of his kind. Dakota Kai is first of his kind. And it's really good that where they are going with Kai and Gonzalez. Like, Kai should be jealous right now against Gonzalez. Right now that Gonzalez is at the top of the division. Whereas Kai hasn't been a champion for a long time right now so that should maybe they will incorporate that storyline into it uh, later not now i think gonzalez will be champion for a long time and also something to note about is that uh, gonzalez is six feet she is really tall taller than ripley ripley she is taller than rhea ripley i think by three to four inches maybe but like kind of his first her first defense against martinez i have noted that she was really stiff like it felt like for me like she was really stiff for her movements were not that good taking ra poison runners or hurricane runners or some kind of offense or defenses for gonzalez it was really challenging for her it was really challenging because she was very stiff and now her third defense against Ember Moon, it didn't feel like, yeah, it is an improvement from the her, her first defense. So, it is absolutely great watching her doing uh, a twisting senton of the second rope. That was really good. That proves that she has improved on her in-ring work. So, that proves that her stiffness may be going out. And I would love to see Raquel Gonzalez doing high offenses, just like Rhea Ripley does. Her drop kicks. Like, Ripley uses all the strength on her body. Ripley absolutely takes the advantage of her size, of her strength, of her agility. And I think Raquel Gonzalez to take, should take note from Ripley because Ripley is now a veteran at the age of 24. And I think Gonzalez should take notes from her because they are they are a very much similar in kind they're tall they are they have been they are now they have been women's champion and gonzalez is a women champion and also i think gonzalez should take note from ripley because a uh, rear ripley uses everything what she has her size her agility her strength everything so and uh, gonzalez has an improvement over her stiffness stiffness so i would give plus point to raquel gonzalez that was really good against ember moon in this match and also shotzi blackheart is back from injury so that was really good and like when she caught off the Kodakai, that was hilarious like that was really smooth kai just slipped off just of blackheart that was absolutely hilarious and that was really smooth just Blackheart just couldn't catch her. That was absolutely great. So storyline was really on point. And also that brawl just really continued after the NXT Great American Bass 2021 announcement that would happen in July 6th, Tuesday on USA announcement after that where Johnny Gargano saw them brawling. So that shows them that they might these four women will have a number one contenders match for a uh, challenging who will be challenging the nxt women's tag champions the way uh candice loren in the heart will so i think that that will be the trajectory they was going right now and lastly talk about the main event i don't know what just to talk about 
I don't know absolutely what to talk about. I'm really speechless. It's a, it was an instant classic kind of thing. I have to say, real plus point to this. The spots were absolutely great. I have to say, like we know the the five opponents, the five in this participants in this match: Cross, Gargano, Dunn, Cole, O'Reilly. Now we know that leaving Cross, Gargano, Pete Dunn, Cole, O'Reilly, they have a, they had really classics against each other like we have seen combinations and uh, spots that we haven't seen tonight but like we know that gargano and adam cole have a history cole and o'reilly have a history cole and dunn have a history o'reilly and dunn have a history so it's like the four have a really mutual kind of relationship in this thing like the spots were absolutely great and like they all these four men against each other have an instant classic matches so there's no doubt that there were not there was no doubt about it but like moving forward into this match when this fatal five way was announced about it i was really was concerned like four of the top of the topmost nxt superstars are going into this match against karen cross for the nxt title now if karen cross wins in this match that would be a real big deal for karen cross like it would be like punching a hole into the mount rushmore of nxt but like with Gargano, Dunn, Cole and O'Reilly were doing to Cross and having Cross having their uh, connection, their chemistry between uh, all these men the, just looked really well. I think that match went about 30 minutes, maybe 30 or 35 minutes, but it was really good. It's like if you were sitting on a chair like you didn't enjoy the match. I couldn't sit on my chair. It was like you were... For me, it was like I was sitting on the edge of the chair for every time. You don't know what will happen the very next moment. It was like seeing the television, you're seeing what is happening on the television and like you're feeling that, oh, right now I think we will get the new champion. Oh, I think the cross will return. Oh, I think Cole uh, will become the new champion. It was just like that. No, you couldn't like you couldn't sit on your chair you were very much surprised to see that level of match in a fatal five-way match was absolutely great i love this match this was an instant class i think this should break the five the five-star ranking system of dave melzer this is a real contender for the match of maybe the this year at least this was really good you know the spots were really brutal the spots we haven't seen it's some time now that was really good and i think the best nxt championship match we've had in a long time right now i think after o'reilly versus balor at takeover 31 this was the best nxt championship match again o'reilly is a zombie fighter and a zombie fighter he's kind of like he will take so much beating but he will not go down he will not go down without a fight and we saw it tonight adam Cole, the ultimate opportunity i see a lot of the young edge when he uh, was in 2006 and 2007 i see a lot of uh, the young edge on adam cole on adam cole I, that was really good adam cole like the ultimate opportunity he will do anything to become the nxt champion so far the core o'reilly the being the real underdog in this match for pete dunn too brutal opponent man that was absolutely great with dunn doing this part of the dragon sleeper and johnny gargano and then the O'Reilly holding a guillotine choke on Adam Cole and then both of, both the men seeing each other eye to eye. That was really brutal. That 
that spot was absolutely amazing and also Gargano was absolutely great in this match and like Karen Cross was having a real good chemistry with against all these four men it was really good and at the near future I would like to see Cross having a one-on-one -on -one match against Gargano against Dunn against Cole and O'Reilly O'Reilly I want to I want to see Cross versus O'Reilly first that would be my first dream match because Cross has made it clear that O'Reilly is the one maybe if someone dethrones him for the NXT championship that would be O'Reilly he has made it clear in the press conference and also somewhat uh, Karen Cross uh, statement almost became reality like he said that his biggest fear would be like O'Reilly submitting Adam Cole in the match and it and the and the few last moments of the match was the same thing O'Reilly was about to submit Adam Cole to a heel hook submission it was just about a time that Karen Cross uh, took these cross jackets on O'Reilly so that was absolutely amazing so this match was absolutely I'm speechless it was really good so it was really good so all over this whole NXT takeover was absolutely great. I would love to see it again. So if you like my podcast, make sure to check it on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, everywhere you find. Just go and listen to it. And also, and I have an Instagram handle and a Twitter handle. Make sure to go and check it out. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.